Welcome back, guys. What's going on? You're listening to The Break Room, Episode 3. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today we got a really awesome episode. It's Monday, March 9th, and uh, it's the it's the Monday after UFC 248. Uh, Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero, the main card. And um, for you MMA fans or even you casual fans, uh, you might have been a little disappointed. It was kind of like a chess match. It wasn't really a lot of blood, a lot of... A lot of brawling. Um, fans were a little upset with it, but yeah, and Adesanya defended his title and is still the undisputed, undefeated uh, middleweight champion of the world. Um, but what I'm really excited about and what I'm, I wanted to talk to uh, you guys about on this episode um, is the next card that's coming up on April 18th in Brooklyn, New York. Main, co- main event of that card is going to be Khabib versus Tony Ferguson, which is going to be uh, some some UFC people and you know some uh, reporters are like are that cover the sport are saying this could be the biggest pay per view fight of the year, just because there's so much hype behind this fight. This fight has been uh, uh, attempted to have been promoted almost five times now, but two times Tony Ferguson pulled out because of an injury, and two times Khabib pulled out because of an injury. So this is the fifth time they're scheduling this fight, which is insane to think about. These guys have been at the top of their division for such a long time, and, I mean, it's it's just time for them to fight, you know. Khabib just got off that crazy win on uh, off uh, Dustin Poirier, actually. I was going to say Connor. He fought Connor before Poirier. Uh, he choked out Connor, and he choked out Dustin, which was crazy. Um, and Tony Ferguson, his last fight, I believe, was against Anthony Pettis. Yeah, and they stopped it in the second round because Pettis broke his hand and, you know, his corner called the fight off. But Tony Ferguson is an assassin. I cannot stress that enough. That man is an assassin. He completely blew off his knee. Ligaments tore off the bone. His knee was literally, not, none of it was together. Nothing was holding his leg to his to his thigh and he came back after that injury six months later which is unheard of using no physical no physical therapy he did it all on his own came back in six months when that injury is supposed to take 14 to 16 months came back in six months and broke a guy down and made him quit in the second round because he broke his hand he was all bloodied up cut up he looked like he, he looked like he'd been dropped like out of a train, out of a, out of a moving freight train. Like Tony Ferguson is no joke, and Khabib knows that, and he respects Tony, and he he knows his skills on the feet and on the ground. Tony Ferguson has a record for the most darsh chokes in UFC history, which is like a choke where you sink you sink the head of if your if your opponent's on top, you could you could do it from your back or from from your front. A standing darsh, which is harder, you you slide the head through the arm, and then it's almost like a neck pinch. It's almost like a guillotine, but it's with the. I think I'm pretty sure it's with the arm inside. I'll uh, I'll I'll give you guys some accurate. Okay, yeah, I was right. So a darsh choke is pretty much like a guillotine, except the guillotine only the head is in, but with the darsh choke, you're you're putting the head and the arm on the alternate elbow. 
And so you're pretty much twisting the neck and twisting the shoulder at the same time. And Tony Ferguson has the, the record for the most Darsh chokes in UFC history, which is insane. It's like his signature choke. He can get it on his back, on his stomach. He can get it standing up. He choked out. Oh, I forgot who he choked out standing up, but it was a crazy choke. You could just look it up on YouTube, Tony Ferguson, Darsh. But yeah, he's he's a bad man. He's a hit man. Like, he signs the contract, and he's coming in there for blood. Like, he's coming in there to hurt you. Um, but, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of big UFC fights coming up. International Fight Week's coming up over the summer. So the UFC's getting super exciting this year, 2020. Uh, President Dana White even said that it was going to be a bigger year than 2019, and uh, it's shaping up to be to be that big of a fight. Also, I'm really excited to see who Connor fights next, um, either Masvidal or Nate. Him and Nate have been talking a lot on Twitter. Uh, Khabib also posting memes about Connor when I'm pretty sure he should be focusing on Tony, but he probably doesn't even run that Twitter page. I mean, there's no way he can spell that, spell that good of English when he can't speak it that well. So his management probably runs it, but I'm really excited to see Connor back um, in the octagon. He looked great against Cowboy, and um, I feel like 2020 could be a big, big reintroduction for Connor. Connor 2.0. Just like uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, if you follow me on Instagram, at Sebastian Ruiz, you'd see and I posted about this upcoming uh, UFC fighter at the 135-pound division, Sean O'Malley. This kid's nasty, guys. You got to keep an eye out for him. Uh, he just fought this Saturday, got a first-round knockout. It was brutal. It was beautiful, actually. You guys definitely got to check him out. Oh, Mondays. Mondays are always weird. They they always feel weird. Like I like Mondays because it's like the fresh start of the week, but it's always like ah, oh, like you you still feel like you're trailing out of the weekend. Like you're getting pulled out of that weekend feeling, and now you're like okay, back to work, back to whatever I got to do. It's like the week. Um, but at least I know here in Tallahassee, like at FSU, uh, a couple of my professors have been worried about uh, people getting sick. Um, I mean, because we're 40,000, 30,000 people on campus, you know, and so, um, you know, coronavirus is like a big threat. I mean, it's killing, it's, kill, it's killed almost, almost 30,000, I'm pretty sure, or 3,000, something like that. Don't quote me on that. What the fuck do I know? Um, but definitely I've seen like people on campus wearing masks and I'm just like, so do these people have it or are they just wearing masks because like they think they should wear masks? I don't really know. I don't know any other science behind it, but um, I've li I've heard a lot of the conspiracy theories. I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes I'll find myself in like a deep, deep rabbit hole on YouTube, and I be I be watching some crazy shit. Not gonna lie, and there was this conspiracy that um the Russians not a conspiracy, but like just a, these are actually known facts. The Russians had funded a um, bio weapons. Um, kind of facility in uh, I think it was Wuhan I think that's what it's called Wuhan China where the coronavirus a week later after they after the Russians and the Chinese built this bioweapon facility a week later coronavirus that was the origin kind of like the apex of where it started to spread and it spread in Wuhan China a week later so I don't know people are saying that the Russians are trying to kill off the Chinese for you know reduce their economic footprint like I, I don't know there's a lot of crazy crazy shit going around you, you really don't know what's what's the truth nowadays but 
I mean, all I can say is wash your hands, motherfuckers. I don't know. Don't be nasty. Wash your hands. Uh, especially you, you people at the gym, wash your hands after you leave the gym. You don't know what somebody wiped their ass or didn't wash their hands and then curling your dumbbell and then you grab the dumbbell and then you sneeze and it's like, ah, this shit grosses me out. Um... Episode 3 of The Bake Room is going to be proudly sponsored today by Titan Clothing. You guys know I'm a big fan of Titan. I've actually been an ambassador with them for almost a year now. And these guys are awesome. With the comfiest, stretchiest, most durable, most comfortable fitting fitness clothes that you could ever find on the market. And very price friendly. A variety of things from women's wear to men's wear, shorts, tanks, shirts... Uh, sports bras, leggings, hats, uh, accessories, water bottles, everything you can think of. You can find it at www.titan.clothing.com. And if you use my code CBASTRUIS15, you'll save 15% off everything at checkout. So check it out at www.titan.clothing.com or at Titan on Instagram. T-I-T-A-N, that's it. Give them a follow and uh, tell them I sent you. So, I got a serious question, and I'm going to be posting about it on my Instagram right after I finish recording this, but I need to ask you guys a very serious question. What is the best cereal of all time? Now, it's a hard question, but I'm going to put a poll on Instagram. I want to see what people say, because it's a serious question. Who doesn't like cereal, right? Cereal's gas. What's the best cereal? I'm interested to see what you guys say. Personally... I'll say it now on the podcast, so when you guys hear my answer, it'll be after the poll went up. I would say for me, because of like legacy and like just taste, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean, come on. It's a classic. It's so gas. For me, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is probably the best ever. But I don't really eat it anymore. I eat like Cheerios and stuff just because it's... mm, more sugar, but or sorry, less sugar. But I grew up on Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Every morning, Cinnamon Toast Crunch before I got on the bus, that shit was bussing. So, um, yeah, for me, definitely the best cereal. But I'll be posting the poll on Instagram if you guys want to check me out, uh, at Sebastian Ruiz. Um, going to be going to the gym later. Uh, should be fun. Arm day. Every day is arm day. No. I mean, I try to train arms at least two days a week, through maybe three, but got to hit it every... Got to hit every body part, fellas, ladies, whoever's listening. Got to work out everything. Um, but, yeah, what do I like about arms? Arms is it's just you, you feel so connected, like, mind and muscle, like, when you're just doing arms, especially with, like, isolation movements, like, breacher curls or, like, hammer curls. Like, those, those you could just feel kind of every muscle fiber just putting in the effort to, to get this weight up or repetition or whatever you're doing. The strain on the muscle is really isolated, and I personally love that feeling. Um, I've been getting a lot of um, kind of workout routines and ideas through this guy on Instagram. He's a, I think he's with Gymshark. He's a, he's a fitness coach. Um, yeah, he's an actual fitness coach. Chris Clark on Instagram, uh, Clark Fit. Um, this dude does a lot of dope um, variations and, and, and interesting stuff. Um, been kind of try to trying to mix up my my workouts a little bit. Um, 
with uh, some of his content. But for me, preacher curls and barbell curls, I'm going to make those the workout of the week. Um, Superset some preacher curls um, and or with some, um, or if you like uh, barbell curls, whatever you want. And then you could just hit to superset it with some seated uh, concentration curls with lighter weight, high reps after you do the heavier preacher barbell curls. And that pump is just going to get juiced up like crazy. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to be doing that this afternoon. So um, workout of the week, um, supersetting uh, some sort of uh, barbell or uh, bar curl with some concentrated um, curls uh, for high repetition. So definitely try that this week. Let me know how, how it does. Um, I'm probably going to be posting this on my new podcast Instagram, at uh, the break room pod. Um, if you guys want to follow me on there, I'm, that's where I'm going to be posting like when the podcasts, um, when they drop, I'm going to be posting on there first so you guys can check all that stuff out. Thanks so much for listening to episode three of The Break Room. However much of it you listen to or if you got all the way to end, I greatly appreciate it. This is going to be on SoundCloud. Um, you know, like it if you want, repost it. I would really appreciate it. Um, if you like any of this, let me know. Um, I mean, I'm still going to do it regardless of who listens to it, but (laughs) um, if you guys like it, I definitely want to know. But yeah, thanks for checking into the break room. Make sure you go clock back in, and I'll catch you all next time. Peace.